Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pump It Up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am currently recording this on a dreary Thursday morning. Um, I'm recording really quick before I have to go pack. I am going on a trip this weekend for my best friend's bachelorette party, which I'm excited for, but I need to finish packing. And of course, I have to make sure I've packed all of my insulin, everything, and that I've got enough needles and enough low snacks, which I'm trying to decide if I need to take another insulin pen with me because it's it's not really starting to get low in the pen that I've got that I'm using now, but it's enough that it's got me questioning because like what if I'm running super high the whole time and I use it all. So I'll probably take an extra one with me just in case because better safe than sorry, but I also am just a chronic overpacker. <laughs> I always pack so much stuff when I go on a trip. But anyways, let's get into our weekly segment for this episode. First of all, what's my BG? Um, I am currently 176 and steady as I'm recording. Not too bad. Actually, I forgot to eat breakfast. I just realized that. Whoops. But anyways, now for my happies and crappies. Um, for my happy... Um... I don't know. It's been a very uneventful week. It was it was a fine week, but I mean I just worked every day, which I like my new job. It's good, but like nothing's really standing out, I guess. But over the weekend, my fam and I went to a garden center and we got all of our plants for outside and all of our flowers and our tomato plants and our strawberry plants for um, our little garden pots. So I was excited about that. That was fun. And I also got two new plants for my room, so I'm excited about those. I hope these ones live. <laughs> I, I have a handful of plants that I've had for a while that have done really well, but I also have several that I have killed, so I'm hoping for the best with these new ones. And then for my crappy, um, probably that I'm broke. <laughs> well... The past couple weekends, I've definitely spent more money than I have made. Um, I've done a lot of shopping. I've also bought a lot of gifts as well, so there's that. But, you know, I've got a car insurance payment coming up, so just been a little worried about my bank account, but it'll work out. I mean, tomorrow's payday, it's Friday, so we'll be fine, but I've been, like, checking my bank account, refreshing it all week and making sure that, like, the three dollars that I have left in my checking account were still there. <laughs> but, although a couple of the things I bought I ended up returning, so I got money back from that yesterday. But, anyways, I digress. So, with that, let's get into the bulk of the episode. So, in this episode, I wanted to talk a bit about the Dawn phenomenon. It's something that I've experienced lately and didn't really understand it until I did some research on it. And I figured there's probably someone else out there who experiences this too and is in the same boat that I was. So I figured I'd do an episode about it. And as always, little disclaimer, I am not a medical professional. So before you change anything in your diabetes care routine, always consult a medical professional first. So first of all, what is the Dawn Phenomenon? It is the tendency of your blood sugar to rise in the morning before you've even eaten anything. Your BG might start to rise as soon as you get out of bed, or it could start sometime in the night after you've been asleep for a few hours. I know I've experienced this lately. 
I can go to bed with a BG of 120, 130, and I wake up and it's 190 or 200. Even if, like, I slept through the whole night and I didn't have a low that I had to wake up and eat something for. And then that just starts my day out on the complete wrong foot because most of the time, no matter how early I take my insulin for breakfast, my BG just goes even higher after that. And then sometimes I'll correct for that high in the morning and then I go low right about the time I'm in class or I'm at field experience. So it's just a bad cycle to be stuck in and it just seems to go up for no apparent reason. But apparently there is a reason. So I did some research on this and I will link some articles in the episode description if you want to do some further research and further reading. But the reason this little spike can happen is because of the hormones that are released as you sleep. It's not necessarily because you didn't take enough insulin before bed or because your basal insulin rate is off or anything. The reason is that your insulin sensitivity decreases and this decrease of insulin sensitivity is caused by the hormones that are released, specifically growth hormone and also potentially cortisol. Um, and cortisol is what we all or like know as the stress hormone. But this article says that long-acting insulin peaks 8 to 10 hours after you take it, which we know that long-acting insulin like continues to work over a long period of time. So when we say it quote-unquote peaks, it's not like really a peak, but I don't know, this is referencing a type of insulin I haven't heard of. Let me search real quick. Okay, so I take Lantus as my basal insulin, and it says that Lantus starts working one to two hours after you take it, and the peak action time varies between six to 20 hours, and it can keep working for up to 20 to 36 hours. So let's say you take your Lantus at 10 p.m. Its peak action time is gonna be at like 4 a.m. It'll be sometime around then. Which, that's interesting. So, like, say you take it at midnight. Its peak action time is going to be around 6 a.m. Which, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I don't take my Lantus until, like, midnight. <laughs> so, I'm wondering if the later you take your Lantus, the more, or your basal insulin, the more likely you are to experience the dawn phenomenon. I don't know, it's making me wonder. I'll have to do some experiments and get back with y'all. Let's see what I can find out. <laughs> And this article also said because the dawn phenomenon stems from this growth hormone, that can be why teenagers might need to increase their rates for their insulin or like preteens because that's when puberty hits and that's when growth hormone production peaks. So that can cause even more of these stubborn highs, even worse stubborn highs. So there's that fun fact. Which that's interesting too because I was diagnosed as a teenager. I was 13 when I was diagnosed. And, you know, that's when, like, these growth hormones are peaking, so I don't know if there's really any correlation. That's just interesting to me. It was interesting to note. I also read that the dawn phenomenon can be caused by glucose that the liver produces right when you're about to wake up because as you're asleep, your body doesn't need much fuel. It's not really doing much, but you're about to need more fuel when you wake up. So your liver will start producing that glucose to get things started, but... Since we don't have a working pancreas to produce insulin to combat that glucose that's produced, that can cause the high BGs too. And it almost seems to me that there's not really one concise answer on why the dawn phenomenon happens. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> but researchers have a pretty good idea, it seems like, but I don't know if they're really 100% sure almost. So there's that. 
I guess none of us really know what is going on with this. <laughs> so from this research, the advice for managing the Dawn phenomenon that, that I've gathered is like better overall blood sugar control can help. So if you're reducing the spikes and plummets during the day, it can help reduce that spike at nighttime as well. And this is something that is just so hard to manage and to deal with because like nothing we do is going to be as effective as a working pancreas would be because we don't have those beta cells to produce insulin and sense when insulin is needed in the body in a way, or at least a more timely way than we ever could. Like nothing we can do will ever be quite as spot on as that, as a working pancreas would be. And it's just hard because you don't want to take too much insulin at night and then go low in the night, but you also want to take enough to not be high so that balance is just so hard to find. Sometimes it takes some trial and error, unfortunately, probably some sleepless nights or at least nights with very little sleep dealing with lows, which we're all familiar with, unfortunately. So just doing the best you can with, with it is all that we can really do. So when you wake up and your sugar's high, take a correction, take it before you eat breakfast, allow it some time to start working. And if it's a persistent problem you're having, talk to your endocrinologist about it. Maybe they will want to have you adjust your basal rates to see if that helps. So talk to them if you're not sure what else to do. Also in this research, I found out about something called the Samoji effect. I don't know if it's Samogi or Samoji. I was like Googling pronunciations for this and I heard people saying it both ways. But I'm gonna say Samoji because it sounds like emoji and it makes me laugh. <laughs> this is like the GIF versus GIF debate. But anyways, this is more related to like the actions that we take. So this is when you take insulin before bed, but you still wake up hot because that insulin is doing its job. It's lowering your blood sugar, but then it lowers it enough that your body has to combat the low by releasing hormones like glucagon to raise your blood sugar and then you wake up with a high. And if you want to find out if the morning highs you're experiencing is from the Samoji effect, you need to wake up and test your BG around 3 a.m. because we all love being up at 3 a.m. to check our BG. <laughs> but if it's low around that time, if it's relatively low, then your morning highs are likely from the Samoji effect, but you can also look at your CGM data as well if you use one. So if that's your problem, talk with your endo about it it says online that you might want to start eating a small snack with your dose of insulin that you take at night to help prevent that dip and the rebound high from it. And something else I read about that could be causing these morning highs as well. If you use a pump, it's referred to as waning insulin. This is if you have too little basal insulin coming in through your pump and that will cause those morning highs. So if you use a pump and you're experiencing this, that could potentially be the culprit as well. So that's something to discuss with your endo also. So in conclusion, if you wake up and you check your sugar or you look at your CGM data and if you're going to bed slightly high and waking up slightly high, then that's probably from something you ate or from not taking enough insulin. But if you're going to bed in range and then waking up slightly high, and if your BG is reading as high during those hours you've been asleep, like that 3 a.m.-ish time and on, that's likely the dawn phenomenon. And this is just one more thing for us to add to the list of things that can affect our blood sugar. 
I don't think other people realize just how many things can affect our blood sugar that we have to consider. We always have to ask ourselves, like, am I high because I didn't take enough insulin? Was it something I ate? Is it because I'm stressed? Is it from exercise? Or do I need to exercise more? Has my insulin gone bad? Has my pump stopped working? Or now, is it the dawn phenomenon? Like, there are just so many things, so many potential factors. But that's why we have each other, y'all. That's why we host podcasts and run social media accounts so that we can talk about these things and learn from each other and help each other. So that is all I have for today. Don't forget to follow the pod on Instagram if you haven't already. It is at pumpitup.pod. And if you've got a topic that you'd like to hear a podcast episode about, feel free to send me a DM or leave a comment on a post there with what you would like to hear about. So with that, thank you for tuning in once again. Until next time, bye!